0: It is week nine of Mesechas Rosh Hashanah with the Sydney Kola. We are holding the command of right at the top of the page on the very first line. We left off last week in the middle of a Brysa. We'll just have to recap on the Brysa, then we can move forward. We were dealing with a couple of different laws in the Brysa. The first one was Ola. Ola is a prohibition to eat or have any benefit from the new fruit of a new tree in the first three years of growth. And we mentioned also Ravai, which is certain circumstances where the fourth year of growth is prohibited under slightly different restrictions. And Arla, the Mishnah said, the new year for Arla is the 1st of Tishrei. What that means is, the Brysah said, if someone plants a tree more than 30 days before the 1st of Tishrei, then when they get to the 1st of Tishrei, the first year of the tree's life is finished. And they enter year number two, because the 1st of Tishrei is the new year for trees, for Arla. And so long as a person plants the tree more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, when he gets to the first of Tishrei, he enters year two of the life of the tree. However, the Bricer said if he plants the tree within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, within 30 days of the first of Tishrei, then he is not entering the second year of the life of the tree when he gets to the first of Tishrei. So that was the first law in the Bricer. The second law in the Bricer was if a person plants this tree more than 30 days before the first of Tishrei, then he does not have to uproot the tree in the Shemitah year because we understand there is a prohibition of Shemitah we cannot work the land in the Shemitah year from the first of Tishrei onwards but there is also an added prohibition we add from the mundane onto the holy that for 30 days before the first of Tishrei we also can't work the land so basically for the whole of Elul even though it's still the sixth year and the Shemitah year hasn't started we still cannot work the land in that 30 days because we add kedusha, we add sanctity onto that month onto those 30 days from the Shemitah year that hasn't yet begun and therefore if a person plants a tree more than 30 days before the first of Tishrei then he doesn't have to uproot that tree in the Shemitah year because he planted it before, long before, more than 30 days before the Shemitah year began and he did not plant it during the 30-year added period of restrictions that we add from the mundane onto the holy just before the Shemitah begins. However, if he planted that tree within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, sometime during Elul, so then we say even though the Shemitah hasn't yet begun, since he planted it within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, and that's within the 30-day added period of restrictions, additional restrictions for Schmitter, where we add from the mundane unto the holy, then he will have to uproot that tree come the Schmitta year. So that's what we learned so far in the Brisa. The Brisa now continues with further details about one of these cases with respect to the laws of Orla and Ravai. Remember, we just recapped a moment ago, the brisa told us that so long as a person plants the tree more than 30 days before the first of Tishrei, then when he arrives at the first of Tishrei, he will enter the second year of the life of the tree with respect to the laws of Olah. So the brisa says you might have thought that if you plant a tree, let's say for argument's sake, on the last day of Av. So the last day of Av is just before Elul begins, which means it's only 30 days basically before the first of Tishrei. So I plant the tree on the last day of Av, and we said when I arrive at the first of Tishrei, 30 days or so later, I'm going to enter the second year of the life of the tree. So the entire first year of the life of the tree only took 30 days. So then you might have thought, the bryser says, that when you get to the next first of Tishrei after that, a year later, you'll enter the third year of the life of the tree. And when you get to the first of Tishrei after that, a year later, you'll enter the fourth year of the life of the tree, and you will be finished waiting for the Oral of Prohibition to expire. You'll have had one month in the very first year, which constitutes the first year of the life of the tree, then a full 12 months until the second year, and a full 12 months until the third year. It would turn out that it would only take two years and one month to achieve three years of the life of the tree. The first 30 days, which is basically Elul, until you enter the year two, then a year till year three, and a year until year four. So two years and one month until you finish waiting for the olah Prohibition to expire. So you might have thought, the brisa says, that once you get past the first of Tishrei in the third year, you can then eat any new fruit that grows on the tree after that. The brisa says that's not the case. Operus natiyazu asurin ad Khamisha Asar bishvat. The fruits of this planting are prohibited if they come out, if they emerge before the 15th of Shavat. The b'risa says, since the Torah allows you to count just 30 days to be considered the first year of the life of the tree, the entire first year, the Torah doesn't allow you to shrink the aura Prohibition by 11 months, by allowing you to take one month and say that was the whole first year of the life of the tree. In order to sort of partially offset that, to partially compensate for having given us an entire year's worth of Orla in just one month, the Torah extends the third year a little bit. The Torah says in such a case where you only waited 30 days or so for the first year of Orla to expire, when you get to the third year, when you get to the first of Tishrei, which should be the beginning of year four, you have to wait. And any fruits that come out on those trees before the 15th of Shvat, which as we've said before is the new year for trees, you cannot eat, it is orlah. So how long is this orlah prohibition in place for? Well, we have one month at the beginning until we get to year two. Then we have an entire 12 months until we begin the first of Tishrei year three. And then another 12 months plus Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, Teves, and half of Shvat. Another four and a half months. So we have one month in the very first year. Then we have two full years, and then we have another four and a half months. So essentially it's two years plus five and a half months. So we still have a saving overall of six and a half months instead of three full years we're only going to have to wait two years and five and a half months but the Torah says we're not going to shorten the years of Orla by that much that you only have to wait 30 days for the whole first year to expire and then just another two years rather when you're relying on this leniency on this principle that just waiting 30 days gets you through the entire first year of the prohibition of Orla in such a case you have to wait until after the 15th of Shvat in the final year in order to stop waiting for the prohibition of orla to expire, imla orla orla imla revai, and this is true both for orla and revai. In both of these cases. In the third year for Orlah, you have to wait until the 15th of Shvat, and only after that the fruit that emerges after that can be eaten. And when it comes to Revai, similarly in the fourth year, you cannot eat any fruit that emerges before the 15th of Shvat, rather, you have to wait until after the 15th of Shvat, and any fruit that emerges after that is considered to be not Revai anymore. The Gemara says, Minani how do we know this? We explained very reasonably that you should only have to wait two years and one month. One month for the first year to expire, and then once you get past the first of Tishrei, the next first of Tishrei will be the third year, and the next first of Tishrei will be the fourth year, and you'll be past the prohibition of Orla, two years and one month. Why? How do we know that you have to wait until the 15th of Shvat in that third year for Orla, or the fourth year for Revai? So the Gemara explains said in the name and some are inclined to report this in the name Rabbi Yehaba, After telling us that the fruit of a tree's first years is Orlah, the Torah says, And in the fourth year. That's to present the prohibition of Ravai, of the fourth year prohibition. And after presenting the fourth year's Ravai prohibition, the Torah says, and in the fifth year, the Torah says, and in the fifth year you'll be able to eat the fruit. But this phraseology is interesting, the Gemara says. The Torah seems to be telling us, U is like an additional, and. Not only in the third year is there an olah prohibition, but U And in the fourth year, there is also some prohibition residual from olah. And in the fifth year, there's also some residual prohibition from the fourth year as well. That's how the Gemara is expounding these psukim. So what is that telling us? Sometimes you could be in the fourth year, but and in the fourth year, there's still some Orla prohibition from the third year that drags into the fourth year. And similarly, Sometimes you're in the fifth year, but and in the fifth year you've still got some prohibition left over from the revai from the fourth year's prohibition and when does that happen when do we have third year prohibitions extending into the fourth year or fourth year extending into the fifth year exactly in our case in our case even though you've entered first of tishrei which should be the end of the third year you should now be entering on that first of tishrei in the final year you should be entering the fourth year nonetheless the Orla prohibition continues into that fourth year until the 15th of shvat in this particular case where you planted the tree 30 days or more before Rosh Hashanah, before the first of Tishrei, we don't allow the Oral Prohibition to end on the first of Tishrei when you should be entering the fourth year. No, we allow the Oral Prohibition to continue into the fourth year. And the same with Revai. even though you get to the first of Tishrei in the fourth year, it should be entering the fifth year, should be the end of the Revai Prohibition. Nonetheless, there are cases where the Revai Prohibition extends into the fifth year. And where is that? That's where you planted the tree, say at the end of Av, 30 days before the first of Tishrei, so you you get to the first of tishrei you get to past year one get to the next first of tishrei you passed year two get to the next first of tishrei you should be finished year three entering year four the next first of tishrei you should be finishing year four and entering year five nonetheless we bring some of the revived prohibition into the fifth year until you get to the 15th of shvat we're going to hold here for today i wish you all a very good day